0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews, brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM.
1: Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates every single day the men and women who are making Coast of Mississippi such an amazing place. To live, work, and play. You know, people come up to me, you know, pretty regularly and say, what does VUE mean? We talked a lot about this in the beginning of the show. But uh, VUE, actually, my wife Ann found that word when we were trying to figure out, what am I going to name this show? Coast View became something we really fell in love with. And, the, and that term VUE means the visual perception of a region. Um, I just think it fits so well to this show because we're focused here. I was focused like this when I was publisher of the Sun Herald in all my leadership roles uh, in my work uh, on the governor's commission after Hurricane Katrina, leading the tourism recovery effort or the planning effort for tourism as part of the governor's commission on recovery, rebuilding and renewal, focused on the region. Uh, That's why regional tourism is such an important topic. Uh, You know, just thinking together, the one coast effort is so important here in coastal Mississippi because we're stronger when we work together. We're stronger as a region than we work than when we work separately. And so, I've always been a major proponent of regionalism. Regional tourism is one of the major recommendations that came out of the Governor's Commission effort. And um, you know unfortunately, here we are sixteen years after Hurricane Katrina, and regional tourism, as we know it, or as we knew it, is has been threatened. I want to talk a little bit, little bit about that this morning, and I think probably the best way to, to reflect on it is my friend and a frequent guest, guest here on Coast View, Mark Henderson, has resigned from the Coastal Mississippi Tourism Board effective last week. And, you know, he, he that move is unfortunate, but it's not unexpected, actually, because I have worried for some time that this important regional effort, the Coastal Mississippi Tourism effort, was on the brink of collapsing. Because of the agendas of a few people and because of what I believe to be and what a lot of people believe to be flawed legislation that enables them to have undue control. Uh, If you don't remember who Mark Henderson was, let me remind you, Mark is uh, the owner with his wife, Leslie, of Lazy Magnolia Brewery here on the coast. They're, they're trendsetters and incredible entrepreneurs. He also owns a company called Log Linear Group, and they have numerous patents on sophisticated radar technology. So in short, Mark's a really smart guy. He's an entrepreneur. And uh, he has a big-time dog in the, in the hunt when it comes to tourism. And it's really... Sad and disappointing to hear that he has um, has resigned from the Coastal Mississippi Board, but I, again, I'm not surprised to hear that. That so, Mark posted this on his Facebook page, and I just want to share a few excerpts with you and just give you a sense of where Mark is coming from. So, just kind of bear with me for a second, and let me share some some excerpts, some important excerpts from this. Uh, he says that uh, I believe in Mississippi, but regional tourism died. I believe in Mississippi. I was born in the Delta as my father completed a degree in chemistry while working at Baxter Chemical. I was raised in the Piney Woods near Waynesboro, a town laid in ruins by the altar at the altar of free trade. I was, by the grace of God, selected to attend the Mississippi School of Math and Science in Columbus. I attended Mississippi State University, where I met my the love of my life. Uh, We settled in Coastal Mississippi and started a business and family. My wife and I are committed to Coastal Mississippi and have been deeply engaged in that endeavor. We have served on a variety of boards at the local, regional, state, and national levels, donating our time and efforts to do everything we can to make Coastal Mississippi a better place and bring positive awareness to the community. It is with a heavy heart I recently resigned from the Regional Tourism Board, effective mere minutes before CEO Milton Seguera tendered his resignation notably the first time I have ever resigned from a board I did so because I could no longer support the organization and had based on my own observations determined that the board was no longer functional and that it no longer represented the interest of coastal Mississippi and have effectively destroyed any chance for collaboration among its commissioners in the last year A board that had been cohesive, educated on topics and aligned on common mission of growing tourism in coastal Mississippi had devolved into a partisan pit whereby policy and actions were being decided by a small group and then forced on on the institution by a Harrison County contingent that voted consistently in a non-member block at times against the advice of its own lawyer. I believe and continue to believe in the regional approach that Coastal Mississippi tourism represents. For many reasons, a regional approach is critical to our long-term success as a tourism destination. Critically, our competition approaches tourism regionally. It's a winning strategy. It has allowed Coastal Mississippi to, to, uh, the resources to invest in quality branding, quality staff, and greatly increased dollars spent on direct marketing. When Milton Segarra became the CEO of the organization, he brought a data-driven methodology. He brought incredible instincts on how and when to pivot. Using market research, he and his team identified consumers that needed our product and identified how to reach them so that we could they could select our destination. He also built and motivated a team of people with experience and skills required to navigate our unique environment. He went on to talk about how he saw us through the bonnie carrie spillway how he also saw us through the pandemic the harrison county board of supervisors recently challenged milton on his salary it's important to note that milton's contract and pay are based on performance his contract was negotiated by by the negotiated by the regional tourism board and was voted on and approved by the board a board that harrison county had both the majority and quorum his contract could not have been approved without the votes of Harrison County representatives. The only public words that have we have heard from the Harrison County Board of Supervisors with respect to being unhappy with Milton's performance has been with respect to his pay. Yet they have never come to the Regional Tourism Board, nor has any member of the Regional Tourism Board suggested or made a motion to change or renegotiate his contract or salary. Mark in his note goes on to talk about some of the incredible numbers of success under Milton's leadership. And he and he ends with this. I resigned the to- because i would resign because the regional tourism board is, in my opinion, deeply flawed, and at the point, at this point, unsalvageable due to two two fundamental issues. Number one, the representation on the board does not accurately reflect the sp- spatial and c- cultural diversity of our coastal counties. And two, members of the regional tourism board are not as independent as they should be, because any board member can be recalled by their respective county board at any time for any reason. I'm unaware of any other board in the state of Mississippi that allows a board member to be removed at any time for any reason. To fix the regional tourism effort is going to require... Uh, A legislative fix Mark goes on to talk about. He said that there are 15 municipalities in coastal Mississippi, three counties, and 12 cities. And there are 15 seats on the board. So he believes that every city and county deserves a seat at the board. We're all in this together. The dynamics of the board would be further benefited if a members of removal were restricted to gross malfeasance rather than any time for any reason. You know he, he, he passionately continues to talk about why he resigned and that he didn't quit, that he still supports regional tourism, but he believes that there are many solutions, but it will take all of us coming together to make this happen. We need an organization fo- founded on representing the 12 cities and the three counties across coast of Mississippi. We need an organization cemented in the goal and a goals-oriented approach that recognizes that we are stronger together, more stronger together than we are apart. We need to support regional tourism. We can do this, he says. And he ends with, I believe in Mississippi. So those are the comments from Mark Henderson, the former board member of the Coastal Mississippi Tourism Board. He represents Hancock County. And I predict that there will continue to be a collapse of our regional effort until we're able to put things in place. And I I wanted to share this. On the 103.1 Facebook page, Jacqueline Gillich Wilson asked me this. Is there any uh, anything that can be done to win Milton back and can Coast mayors get together and save this? And here's what I said to Jacqueline and I believe this in my heart of hearts. Unfortunately, this is now up to local leaders, both elected and business leaders. We happen. Uh, what happened here shows what can happen when a small number of elected officials combined with the board they control operates on lies and innuendos and a lack of respect for facts, stakeholders and a region move in a certain way completely contrary to what is best for the region. Uh, That has to be fixed. Certain members of the Board of Supervisors and the Harrison County delegates to the Coastal Mississippi Board knew the gaming and business communities were in lockstep behind Milton, but they railroaded him anyway. They shot a collective middle finger to the people who had the biggest stake in our tourism effort. And believe me when I say this: the gaming and business communities are not happy, to say the least. Change is coming. This creates a clarion call for change. This cannot stand. So those are those are my comments for now. I think Mark's words kind of speak for themselves. And um, I want to. Uh, what we'll do now is uh, we're coming to the end of this segment. Let me ask Kyle before we go any further. Kyle, are you prepared to come in here with me real quick? Are you still? Uh, Hurting because of the Saints game?
2: Um, no, not really. Because in the back of my mind, that team we saw yesterday was the team I thought we'd see. I kind of was realistic about the whole deal. Um, I think there was a lot of uh, let's pull up our bootstraps and let's rally one for the Gipper going into that Green Bay team. You know, I, I think we're somewhere still in between what we saw against Green Bay and then yesterday. And, you know, lucky for me, I was doing baseball and didn't actually have to sit and watch that
1: game. (laughs) It was rough. But we'll have Jeff Duncan on Friday from NOLA.com and the Times-Pick and We'll break it all down. There were a lot of lot of things that worked there, and there's a lot to break down. So, hey, when we come back, we'll have Martha Allen from Extra Table, and we'll talk about this incredible. Coast View on Super Talk
0: days. 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
1: Welcome back to Coast View. I was on my way back from my place in the Mississippi Delta. And I looked at my watch and I said, wow, I'm going to be going through Hattiesburg at around lunchtime, it was a little bit later than lunchtime, but you know, I said, "Well, I'm going to call my ro- friend Robert Saint John and see if he's around." You know, just on the on the spur of the moment, and it turns out he was. I hadn't been to his new uh, Tex Mex restaurant called El Reo, terrific, I might add, just absolutely terrific. And we sat and uh, and and chatted, and he brought uh, um uh, his his uh, I don't know his compadre. Uh, maybe I should say, and their and their incredible nonprofit effort. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But Martha Allen with him, and we all sat and talked. And I said, you know, Martha, you need to come join me on Coastview and let's talk more about extra tables. So without any further ado, let me invite Martha Allen into the conversation and just say good morning. How are you?
3: Good morning. Happy Monday. So excited to be on Coastview today.
1: Well, it's good to see you, too. Now, Look, I can, uh, th- for the radio audience, let me tell you, you can go to Facebook and see this, but Martha's got a beautiful smile and big dimples. And all my life, my dimples have been the thing that people wanted to poke. But it yeah. serves you well, doesn't it, Martha?
3: Thanks. It does. It shares joy with others for sure.
1: It's a, it's great to have a, a wonderful smile. Hey, listen, Martha. I thought a great place to start would be I had a I've had a series of incredible conversation with Robert Saint John, a restaurant entrepreneur, author. People know him from his TV shows, and he's he's a you know he's just got another book about to come out about about Walter Anderson. So just prolific dude travels the world, loves Italy but his, his his focus on feeding people who are who are less fortunate is very significant. so let's play this segment with and from my conversation with Robert and then we'll come back on the other end and put some meat on the bones literally literally and figuratively so when we come back we'll uh, we'll continue that conversation So let's look at this excerpt from Robert St. John.
2: It's uh, it's called Extra Table, and uh, it's uh, we're a little over ten years old. I got a I got a phone call uh, in two thousand nine from a mission pantry here in town called Edward Street Fellowship Center. At the time, they were feeding about eight hundred families a month, and they were completely out of food, and they needed help. And they called me, panicking, saying, "Is there anything you can do to help? We're out of food. We've got people coming in." And so I said, "Sure." And I figured the best, easiest, quickest way to get them food would just be to call. My Cisco rep, uh, Cisco being the food service distributor, uh, called Cisco rep and put together an order real quick, call it in, have it drop shipped to the agency. I did that, and uh, they had food enough to feed their uh, clients, and I started thinking at the time, you know, I bet if there were an easier way – uh, to get food to these places, they wouldn't run out of food like this, and and so that in in that thought, uh, extra table was born. To be to be honest with you, I was a little skeptical that there was even a, a hunger problem in Mississippi. So I kind of went on a food finding mission, and <laughs> I learned quickly. There's a huge problem. Six hundred and seventy thousand Mississippians suffer from what the government calls food insecurity. You got. Over 125,000 seniors who right now, not only are they shut in, but they're trying to figure out, can I pay the light bill or can I go to the grocery store? And you've got over 200,000 kids. We eat a school breakfast and a school lunch and then don't eat again until the next day. And so my eyes were open, and I started this thing. It's really it's a nonprofit. We're a 501c3 based on business principles, and uh, we raise money, and we buy food wholesale and in bulk. I, I kind of planted our flag on two things. One, 100% of the money we raise for food will always go to purchase food. We'll, we'll raise our administrative costs in other ways. And then number two, it's always going to be healthy food. Because the time we were number one in food insecurity, we're number two now. We're moving up. Uh, but we're number one in obesity. And I had a problem with that, too. I was like, well, somebody's eating something somewhere. What's going on here? And what I learned, the more I researched, is that those two always go hand in hand. People who have uh, a problem making ends meet with their diet Are eating the worst foods because they're living out of a convenience store and they're eating the cheapest sugar drinks and snack foods, and that's a real thing. People are actually living on that, and kids aren't eating dinner. And so, um, I went to Cisco, the food service distributor, and I said, "Look, this is what uh, I I got an idea based on. What if every table in Mississippi?" In a business and in a home Had an Extra Table to feed those in need This is what I need you to do Sell me food at Rock Bottom Wholesale I need you to inventory it I need you to deliver it So Extra Table becomes this pure concept Where we run a statewide charity Where we serve over 40 agencies We're shipping over 14 tons Of fresh, healthy food every month And we just raise money We raise that money And we use the money to buy this food Wholesale in bulk So if you wanted to go to the grocery store And fill up a Cart for $500, we can take that same $500, fill up two carts. We don't have to inventory, we don't have to deliver it. So we use their purchasing power, their transportation, and their inventory system. Uh, We supply five agencies on the coast. Uh, As soon as this uh, COVID 19 crisis hit, Extra Table, uh, went to the Beau Rivage, the Hard Rock, and Golden Nugget, cleaned out all their perishables, distributed it to all of the agencies on the coast. And uh, we've been doing a lot of that. That, that is a little uh, beyond our typical uh, mission, what we normally do. where It's a very pure concept. We usually raise money, use the money, and then send food out once a month to all these agencies. But during times like this, even in the tornado, we're doing different things since these tornadoes hit.
1: So that was Robert St. John. And uh, I'm pleased to have um, Martha Allen with me today. What went on? I mean, Robert went on a mission, didn't he, Martha, to fight hunger differently?
3: That's exactly it. That's our tagline. We fight hunger differently. Extra Table is the most efficient and effective way to solve this hunger problem here in Mississippi. And it was so interesting. Gosh, that was dialing back just a year, and to hear how much Extra Table has grown in the midst of a global pandemic. Robert mentioned that we we had five food pantries that we served on the coast, and we now have. 10 partners on the mississippi gulf coast across eight cities so um it's it's been an unbelievable journey but it's not without coast support that we're able to do this work um our coastal donors and volunteers and our food pantries are just amazing to work with and so we're so honored to be on Coastview this morning to share more of our great work
1: so martha how long have you been with robert
3: I've been here a little over three and a half years, March 2018. I showed up in Hattiesburg.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, that's really cool. But before we get into sort of what you did, what you connected to, why you and Robert make such a great team, where did you come from? Tell me about you.
3: Well, I love that you spend time in the Delta because I'm a little Delta girl myself. I grew up in Clarksdale, Mississippi, and um, traveled through the SEC a little bit for school. I'm actually a a trained interior designer with a master's in architecture, so Ole Miss, Alabama, and master's at Mississippi State, but my grandfather and uncle played football here at USM, so I feel like I'm an honorary alumni here as well and have really enjoyed making Hattiesburg my home.
1: Well, how do you go from a master's in architecture to leading a effort that's fighting hunger differently?
3: That's a great question I get often. My dad is a youth court judge, now retired, and my mom was a kindergarten teacher in Cahoma County, and um, they always had my sister and I out volunteering and working in the community, and And I have many, many memories, um, and the care station in Clarksdale, Mississippi, um, babysitting and bringing the kids to teach them about volunteerism, and there's no greater joy um, than giving back to those around you, and um, food is a basic human right, and no one should ever do without food. We can teach someone to read at 7, 17 or 77, but if a child or a parent doesn't have that proper nutrition, the child's brain can't develop and a parent can't make it through the workday successfully.
1: You know, I often say on this show um, I've been very focused on, for example, human trafficking, especially as it relates to kids. Well, people don't like to think about that because it's hard to think about. I often say that people on ventilators because of COVID, it's hard to think about that. Because you know, you, it's hard to put a face with it. I feel the same way about people who are hungry. People, who, it's it's hard. It, it it seems like this distant thing that's over there, but it could be your next door neighbor. And when you put a face to it, when you did as you did as a young person in Clarksdale, see for yourself what. It, what that face looks like. I mean, again, it could be your neighbor. Um, it makes you want to be doggedly determined to help solve the problem, doesn't it?
3: absolutely and it is it's the ugly reality that's you know it's it's quiet it's hidden in the shadows many times people don't go out and share with you like hey i don't have anything to eat our pantries you know empty what do i do um you know it's no one's life goal to end up in a food pantry line um you know begging for food to feed their children while working two jobs and and that's the story of the people that we serve in our food pantries across the state of mississippi is you know um that that single mom or single dad working two jobs to put food on the table, the child that can't go out and fend for themselves that receives, you know, breakfast and lunch at school and then doesn't get another meal until they return the next day. It's senior citizens choosing between, you know, the paying the gas bill or getting their medication and having that next meal.
1: Uh, this is a uh, Martha Allen. She is uh, a, a principal in an extremely important effort called Extra Table and. Uh, they like to say that they fight hunger differently, but they're also in a very effective and efficient way to solving hunger in Mississippi that they're, that they're deploying every single day. When we come back, we'll talk more about that, we'll talk about the growth of Extra Table over the years, and where do they go from here? We'll, we'll uh, continue the conversation on the other side.
0: Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to Supertalkmsgolfcoast.com. And now, it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Supertalk
1: 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coastview. We have Martha Allen with Extra Table. They're doing amazing work across the state to uh, fight hunger differently. And uh, so you've got two promises. What are your promises? T- talk to me about those.
3: Absolutely. Robert founded Extra Table on Two Promises back in 2009, and so we fundraise in order to purchase all healthy food, and all the funds that we raise will go towards purchasing food. So um, we have a separate 501c3 that funds and supports our two staff members that we have, myself and Rhonda Hayden, and that is how we work. So we use business principles in order to raise the most funds to feed the most hungry Mississippians.
1: So, okay, so let's get it. We're going to get into some of the details here in just a second. But give me, give me basically, how does it work?
3: We fundraise in order to purchase food that we deliver directly for free to our food pantries and soup kitchens once a month all across the state of Mississippi, getting the best food to the most hungry Mississippians.
1: One of the things that I I remember, this is funny because I had the American Heart Association on last week. And in that conversation, we got to talking about how people generally don't eat healthy in Mississippi and when I saw that segment it reminded me that, that he's the one who planted that thought in my mind that too many people to get the available food they have is from a convenience store. It's just the reality of their life. But when you combine the fact that people are hungry with the fact that they don't eat healthy and don't really have the opportunity to eat healthy, those two goals really do kind of come hand in hand, don't they?
3: It does. Here in rural Mississippi, you can hear when Robert talks about Extra Table and and who we actually serve, you hear him tell stories about how he visited with people that, you know, with children that were walking to a gas station and they were you know, getting a, a sugary soda and a, a, ca- a bag of chips and that was their meal. And so that's how we have extreme hunger and extreme obesity coexisting. And so um, at Extra Table, we fight hunger differently and we provide the best food to those hungry by providing healthy foods, um, healthy shelf-stable foods many times, low sodium, um, sugar removed, um, pastas and pasta sauce whole meals for families to be proud of to prepare and to put on the table for their family
1: man it's, it's how many people have you seen that had that were thankful that were that just said thank god for extra table
3: it's amazing so we provide food to literally hundreds of thousands of mouths every month and so extra table we work directly with our food pantries to support their work and so we provide the food for free to them and bring it right to their doorstep all the good stuff that they need to provide whole meals and you know research shows that 60% of what's provi- what's you know collected in a canned food drive goes in the garbage due to expiration dates that aren't able to be prepared and you know that blueberry pie fillings got to go somewhere when mama cleans out their refrigerator the pantry so extra table provides those things that we typically don't buy when we participate in canned food drives tuna and peanut butter are expensive and those are items that are necessary and we provide literally hundreds of thousands of cans to tuna to our food pantries and we provide like I mentioned the pasta and the pasta sauce whole meals that everybody in the family likes you know granolas cereals crackers to go with that tuna salad we provide um, s- low-sodium soup low-sodium vegetables um, COVID has thrown a kink in if we are able to access the low-sodium stuff but um, we're providing the best quality food to the most people and haven't skipped a beat during covid
1: you've been lucky along the way you have some partners that have worked with you for quite a while tell me about your partners
3: So we actually started this partnership, um, testing out, working with the chow logistics and chow purchasing um, with 12 Baskets, a a food pantry there in Gulfport prior to the pandemic. Thankfully, we've been working with them since May of 2019, I believe. And so um, we had been purchasing some things in bulk by the truckload and below wholesale pricing and delivering it straight to their doorstep. And it was working beautifully. And they were able to get the Things that they so desperately needed. And so COVID hits, we've worked with Cisco since 2009 as our sole partner. And when COVID hit, we were able to introduce other partners in order to um, purchase um, in higher volume and whole truckloads. We actually owned cans for the first time. As you heard in Robert's segment, um, Cisco had always handled all of our inventory, they'd done all of our delivery. And um, COVID hits, and everybody's world changes, and Extra Table now has a warehouse that we um, operate out of for free, keyword free. And we have uh, chow purchasing and chow logistics that manages our warehouse and takes care of the, the purchasing of all of our food and the delivery of all of our food. So it's um, amazing that we've got even more control over our food now. And we're hearing that from our food pantry that they are able to, um, to get, they're enjoying the items that we provide that much more.
1: You were able to get a shrimp grant. I was impressed by that. Tell me more about that.
3: Yeah, so um, the Golden Nugget had a fishing tournament is where it all starts. And um, the Mississippi Fisheries Program called us and said, hey, there's these fish coming in. Would y'all be able to get a group of people together to clean them? And let's get them to your food pantries. Well, that's typically outside of the realm of how Extra Table works. But amidst COVID, the answer is yes, yes, yes. We will figure it out if it puts food in the, the mouths and the hands of those hungry. So we got together and and uh, cleaned all that fish at Extend a Hand, Help a Friend right there in Gulfport, and got it to our food pantries that day. The power of Facebook, we posted it on Facebook, and an organization out of Cape Cod contacted us, and to this day, they've funded us $85,000 to support the Gulf Coast shrimping industry, and it has been amazing. So, um, together with Mississippi Commercial Fisheries United and m um, Seafood, and we've worked with The Fort family, Um, they're buying some shrimp from them just recently last week, but we have purchased um, $85,000 of shrimp. And so it's been the coolest thing, as you were talking about the economy earlier, Extra Table. We operate off business principles, but we're a nonprofit. And this has been our way to be able to support an entire industry, an entire economy that is so important to the Gulf Coast. And um, it's been great to see People that have only interacted with shrimp, as they said, um, one individual that received it said, I've only seen it sizzling on the Applebee's commercials on TV. And so for us to be able to pack it exactly like you and I purchased it in the grocery store in resealable two-pound bags with great instructions on the back, um, M&M Seafood did a marvelous job with putting that together for us. And um, we even have our logo on the bag. So we've been able to get that from the coast all the way up to central Mississippi and even hauled into the Delta. And we'll be doing another distribution in the next couple of weeks.
1: That is amazing. Actually, you know, you, th- you don't, you don't typically think of shrimp in that way, but man, what a, first of all, it tastes great, but it's a high protein. You know, it's from coastal Mississippi. You're killing several birds with one stone. That is awesome. Hey, before we get done with this segment, give us a list of the uh, partners who are distributing that you're working with here in coastal Mississippi.
3: Absolutely. So I'm going to cheat off my little sheet here for a second. So there's so many, I don't want to miss anybody. Uh, Catholic Charities of South Mississippi, St. Gerard there in Waveland, Hancock County Food Pantry. Hey, Mr. Billy, if you're listening Um, there in Bay St. Louis, Um, we donate to and they purchase from us 12 baskets. Also a part of Catholic Charities, extend a friend, help a friend in Gulfport, the Long Beach Food Pantry, USM Gold Park. Collegiate hunger is major. We could have a whole show on what looks like, what collegiate hunger looks like. Um, Loaves and fishes there in Biloxi, our daily bread in Pascagoula. The Lord is my help in Ocean Springs. And our newest partner, um, Mr. Henry at St. Vincent de Paul Society at the St. John of the Evangelist Church there in Gulfport. So um, everybody has had um, a lot of changes throughout COVID and amidst these storms. And so we've not only upped what we provide for free and deliver to their doorstep every month. We provide we call it the icing on the cake stuff. We've got to talk about that in a minute, Ricky. And then we've provided things like the shrimp and cleaned out those three coastal casinos to kick off COVID um, and our hub for the hungry recovery food work.
1: It's incredible. And what what I like about it is again Coastview, uh, perception of a region. To serve the region, you gotta be smart about how you distribute coastwide. And you literally cover from Waveland to Pascagoula and all all important points in between, it's great to see sort of the geographic distribution of partners that you have here. When we we come back on the other side, we're going to talk about some of the events that are coming up, but I wanted to ask you to kind of close out this session is, someone once told me if you want to find if you want something done, find a busy person to do it. What I want to understand is how does Robert St. John do it? I mean, it seems like he's literally involved in 20 things at any given moment. What's his secret?
3: I think his secret and I hate to say it, but I think this is what he would answer is surrounding himself with good people. And at Extra Table, he's built an amazing team. It's myself and Rhonda Hayden joined me um, June amidst COVID and um, she is rocking and rolling. And I can't wait for you to hear about some of the events that she has brought to Extra Table and our fundraising efforts are just expanding, but they've got to expand. We need your support because as our food efforts rise, we need to raise more funds to purchase more food. Because we fight hunger differently at Extra Table. When
1: we come back on the other side, Martha, Allen and I will talk about uh, what are the events that are coming up as it relates to Extra Table, and we'll kind of close out our conversation in the final segment. We'll see you after this.
0: And also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa. Open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coastview with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
1: Welcome back to Coastview. We're talking about Extra Table. We have Martha Allen with us today. She runs that effort. Um, they have two really important uh, mission statements, as uh, you can call them. One is to fight hunger differently and the other is to be the most efficient and effective answer to solving hunger in Mississippi. And they have two promises they make. 100% of the funds raised goes to purchasing food. And the other is Always going to purchase healthy food. They're five oh one three C have two staff members and one the leader, Martha Allen, is with us today. Martha, as you think about going forward, and I mean I am looking at the at the calendar of events that you guys are involved in. you, you <laughs> there's no rest for the weary in your world, is there?
3: There's not. There's absolutely not. But, you know, there are six hundred and seventy thousand people counting on Extra Table and our pantry partners um, for food. And so we um, it is a, a a race that we are into and we are willing to serve day by day. So,
1: so, okay, so be- t- t- tell me about the March uh, of the Mayors.
3: Absolutely. So the March of the Mayors occurred, you know, came out of COVID last year when the coast had to cancel y'all's most passionate, you know, month-long event, Mardi Gras. Um, you know, everyone was just devastated. And we looked at it as an opportunity because there is such a unique spirit that comes with um, the Mardi Gras in coastal Mississippi. And so we have an event, March of the Mayors, and it, it was just amazing. Each city, so we had 10 cities that partner with us, so 10 mayors championed collecting each city a separate, healthy, shelf-stable food item. We gave them two weeks to do so, so you had schools and fire stations and sports complexes and city halls all across the coast collecting um, a different canned item in each city, and then we came together to the Lyman in Gulfport, the community center there. And in one day, we packed and moved 90,000 pounds of healthy shelf-stable food. And it took a slew of great volunteers. The Gulfport Mayor's Youth Council was there. Hancock Whitney was one of our big supporters and had all their staff out there. It was just amazing. Uh, The Beauvage Casino was there as a partner and sponsor as well. And we have these great boxes that say this box feeds people. They're a little bit larger than a shoe box and we packed all those great items in it and that day loaded those vans back to those food pantries across 10 cities and the coastal people were fed it was amazing
1: are you, you going to do it again
3: we are and we're expanding you, you know you coast people you influence the rest of us so we're moving north so um we will be in Hattiesburg March 10th and Jackson the 24th and we're going to wrap up that month with a big bow on the coast in Gulfport March 31st 2022
1: you uh, okay so what what's the bourbon celebration
3: Ooh, that's a good one! It's a brand new event. to Extra Table Reunion Country Club in Jackson is behind it, and Lincoln Road Package here in Hattiesburg. Um, tickets are on sale now, and you need to hurry to get them. Um, Willet is our charity barrel partner, and you're going to be able to sample over fifty bourbons in one location. And you've got you know live artists, you've got you know fire dancers and stilts walkers and live music and a cocktail competition sponsored by Cathead um, to. Det- the best bartender in the Jackson metro area. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's a first event for extra a first year event for extra table, but Rhonda Hayden has lots of experience planning bourbon celebrations and it's something you should not miss. Check out extratable.org to snag your ticket today.
1: You literally just took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, really, if people just want to get more information about extra table, extra table.org or just go do a search on extra table. Um, At your website, they can find all kinds of things. But what's your pitch to business leaders, casino leaders, any any leader who's listening to this conversation today that want to be part of what you and Robert have been so dedicated to to put in place? How can they how can they get involved?
3: As business leaders, efficiency and effectiveness is always the bottom line and the number one goal as to how people make decisions. When you donate to Extra Table, you are a part of something that is so much bigger than ourselves. We have amazing bulk purchasing power and distribution power because we provide food to pantries all over the state of Mississippi. When you donate $1 to Extra Table, we're able to provide six healthy meals to Mississippians that are hungry and in food insecure. So Robert has a great quote. That he says so genuinely, and it talks about how he sells filet mignon for a living. That you know he provides high quality meals to put his children through college. But what he wants to be remembered for is that one thing: is providing food, providing canned tuna. You know, he says, "I want to be remembered as the guy that provided canned tuna to those hungry and in need in Mississippi." And that's what we all want to be a part of: is something bigger than ourselves, something that makes an incredible difference day to day in the life. Lives of many people, giving them a a better start for tomorrow. At Extra Table, our our food offers hope and dignity and respect. You know, like I said, no one wants to live the life standing in the the food line. And so we want to offer them great food and wraparound services. So um, $1, again, feeds six healthy meals. And we operate off business principles. We're like the St. Jude of the feeding industry. So um, you're getting a view of my little office this morning that... Um, is provided to us for free by Robert. Um, free lights, bathrooms, copier, everything. So um, every penny that you donate to extra table goes to putting food in the mouths of those hungry in Mississippi.
1: That is awesome, and I I wish you guys well. You're one of the many important thousand points of light in our community here in Coastal Mississippi and across the state. I'm sure you're an inspiration to others across our great nation. This has been Martha Allen from Extra Table. We'll have you back on in a month or two just to see how things are going. It's been great to visit with you.
3: Thanks. We appreciate your support, and we love serving Coastal Mississippi.